Hi, I'm Lone Candle, and I'm here to tell you why you should say Latinx, you immoral scum. Just kidding. <laughs> but I am actually a fan of the term Latinx. It's about feminism. It's about treating men and women as equals. While in certain languages, like Spanish, most objects are given a masculine or feminine ending, when done for actual people, and this lines up with gender, then by treating one type of word as dominant, we are treating a gender as dominant. Why should the men version of Latino be dominant? Why is it dominant? Does it just happen to be that a patriarchal society ended up with the male version of people being dominant? No. Male is dominant because men were considered real people and women were considered objects of men. This is how most societies treated women for thousands of years, and it's wrong. Unless we believe men are the true humans and women should be subservient, we shouldn't use words that imply such a thing. There are two harms of saying Latino rather than Latinx. One, you are implying that men are real people and women are not. And in and of itself, this is demeaning and false. Two, it's possible that the use of this language could reinforce sexist attitudes and behaviors. Regularly using words that imply that men are real people and women are the subgender may affect how some of us think, which could lead to actions that affect women negatively. These actions could be toward strangers, toward known individuals, or in political behavior. I'm not sure how big this effect is. It might be pointlessly small, or it may add up to be pretty large, especially for vulnerable women or politics. But why risk it when the use is already demeaning and implies something not true about the nature of humankind? We are humans, not men. Latinx peoples are humans, not men. So we should refer to Latinxes in a gender-neutral way. I don't think we should be woke moralists advocating for the disuse of every word that has any connection to sexism, racism, or some other unfair bias. But I'm not talking about any connection. One doesn't have to understand a long string of logic or be well-versed in some not-well-known history just to see why it's sexist. If we refer to a group of men as men, and a group of women as women, and a group of men and women as men, what are we doing? By calling men and women men, our words assume that men somehow matter more and are the real humans. Am I an imperial white person telling Latinxes how to speak? No. I'm saying how I will speak. Whatever my race, I am allowed to refer to other groups of people and need a word to do so. I shouldn't have to use a word that I find sexist just because the group it refers to prefers it. However, nothing I'm saying justifies using a word that is legitimately offensive. All else being equal, I think we should call groups of people by what they want to be called. But there are two problems with this when it comes to Latinxes. A. There is no consensus among Latinxes 
what they should be called. B. All else is not equal, because Latino, when used to describe men and women, is a sexist term. Now, I do think it would be best if we all used gender-neutral terms to refer to groups of people that include men and women. But my race has nothing to do with that. Either my concerns about the gender bias of the term are correct, or they are not. The extent that these concerns make sense have nothing to do with my race or gender. So let's resist the temptation to reject my concerns based on the color of my skin, and instead evaluate the content of my arguments. Am I trying to change the Spanish language? I'm primarily talking about the English language. Latino was derived from Spanish, but once a word is accepted into a new language and everyone who speaks that language understands the word, it is now also a word of that language. Latino is now an English word, an English word that came from Spanish. So I'm primarily talking about the English word Latino and why it is better to use Latinx. That said, the same arguments apply to Spanish, although it would be a greater change because the language so intuitively treats all objects as feminine or masculine. But it should be possible to make an exception for human beings whereby they get a gender-neutral word. However, that's besides the point. I'm talking about the English word Latino and its better alternative, Latinx. It is true that English isn't gendered like Spanish. So, the English word Latino could be argued to be gender-neutral, but I think a sufficient proportion of people are aware enough that the word Latino in English is gendered. Evidence of this is that even English speakers will say Latina when referring to a Latinx woman. Now, why not just use the word Hispanic? I'm okay with that. However, Hispanic isn't ideal because it's too associated with Spain itself, or with the Spanish language. We're generally thinking of people from, or descendant of those who are from, south of the Rio Grande River, who are descendants of Spanish, Portuguese, French, or slash and indigenous peoples. With Hispanic so focused on Spain itself, to some people it leaves out the Portuguese and indigenous. It also leaves out Afro-Latinos. We could always just change what we think of when we say or hear the word Hispanic. Words change meanings all the time. This would be more difficult to do with a gendered word. To forget the gendered nature of a word would be much more difficult when it is so built into the word's original language. So I don't think we can apply this same strategy to Latino. And therefore, I think Latino is fundamentally worse than Hispanic because the downsides to Hispanic can be more easily fixed by adjusting its definition. I'm not really against the use of Hispanic, but if this word can't overcome its problems, then Latinx is a good replacement. Am I actually going to start saying Latinx in public? Eh, I'm not sure. I know people don't like it, and when I use it, I'll distract from whatever message I'm trying to give. Maybe I'm a massive coward, or maybe I have other priorities. Also, I'm not claiming that the use of Latino is somehow unbearably crushing to women, but I do think it would be best if we as a society could move past gender-biased terms and agree to use neutral terms in the case of referring to Latinx peoples. 
this would mean using a term like Latinx. It's not clear where the word Latinx started. Around 2004, it may have been used a little in academia, specifically by Latinx authors. It was for sure in academic literature by 2013. It also may have started in online chat rooms in the 1990s. In the United States, some LGBT Latinx people used it to have a gender-inclusive way to say Latino. They claim they invented or popularized the word. Researchers have found evidence of them using it in online queer community forums. There is some sense to this. If someone doesn't identify as male or female, then both Latino and Latina are inaccurate in describing that person. I'm fine with this reasoning, but I'm primarily motivated by feminist concerns. There has been a fair number of studies on the negative effects of gendered language, and the evidence suggests the plausibility of such effects. One piece of evidence is that countries with gendered languages, on average, have higher gender inequality. Also, people who speak gendered languages have, on average, more conservative attitudes toward gender, and read their environment in more male-centered ways. Additionally, Gendered languages correlate with lower labor market participation rates for women. However, it's difficult to determine whether languages caused these differences or if things in the underlying cultures are the true causes. Changes in Sweden produced an opportunity to get a better grasp on the causal nature of language. Sweden previously used gendered pronouns, but officially switched to a gender-neutral one in 2015. By the time of the new pronoun's adoption, the issue wasn't politically divisive and was pretty well accepted. So not only did Sweden create opportunities for studies, it's a positive example of changing a language to be more gender neutral. A study used three surveys. In the first two surveys, subjects had to describe an androgynous figure walking a roughie. The first survey asked people to rate whether the figure was male or female, on a five-point scale. The figure's mean was 2.9, so it was seen as gender-neutral. Subjects were split into three treatment groups, with each of them asked to describe the figure's activity in three sentences, and were told to use either male pronouns, female pronouns, or the gender-neutral versions. Different groups were instructed to use a different pronoun. Later, they were asked to complete a story about meeting a person who was interested in running for political office. They had to choose a first name for the person, and this was taken as an indication of whether non-males were mentally salient or not. The survey then tried to measure attitudes about women in politics using two methods. The first was to ask people to name someone in each of the following three categories. Current member of the Reichstag, a Swedish politician who you find inspiring, and an effective leader in world politics today. The second method asked eight questions about how they feel about women in different political positions. Survey respondents who were put into the gender-neutral pronoun treatment were more likely to choose a non-male name than those in the male pronoun treatment. 
they also showed greater knowledge of female politicians and stronger preferences for females in politics. The authors claimed that it worked by lowering the prominence of male identity, which lowered gender bias. Gendered languages focus our minds more on gender, and by focusing on gender, we may be more prone to including gender stereotypes or biases in our thinking. Just because people primed with non-male pronouns are more prone to choose non-male names and are more open to females in politics, doesn't mean the use of such pronouns or other language has larger effects in the real world. But the evidence is suggestive and increases or maintains the plausibility of gendered languages mattering. Similar studies primed people with gendered language and found a relation between the gendered language and pro-male bias. Another experiment found that addressing women in the feminine compared to the masculine shrinks the gender gap on math tests by one-third. When women are addressed in the masculine, they spend less time on math tests and they are more likely to say that science is for men. Multiple studies find that when negative stereotypes are salient, people have more anxiety, more distraction, and less efforts. There are a variety of other studies that have similar findings. Male gendered language is associated with male bias and makes men more salient in people's minds. Researchers think that the Proto-Indo-European language that Spanish and English came from had two genders, animate and inanimate. English used to be gendered, but it lost it during the Middle English period. Spanish maintained its gendered words, but the meaning no longer relates to animate versus inanimate. That the original gender nouns didn't refer to anything like gender has to make us wonder why the dominant word ending also went with the dominant sex. And the answer is likely not coincidental. I'm not Latinx, Latino, or Hispanic. I'm Guatemalan. I'm personally not any of the four. But some people may not like these terms because these individuals identify more strongly with their country of origin or descendancy than this larger racial grouping. Others don't like thinking of themselves in terms of origin or race at all. Some just see themselves as Christian or American or citizens of the world or just human. I'm cool with that. My point is not whether the Latinx race should or should not be important, but that if we are going to refer to men and women, let's use a gender-neutral word. Referring to a group of men as men, and a group of women as women, and a mixed group of men and women as men, implies that men are somehow dominant or more important. It is not a coincidence that gendered languages treat males as dominant. These languages developed in patriarchal societies that treated men as the real humans, and women as somewhere between humans with roles limited to the home and children, special beloved servants, and objects. Using language that implies that men are the real humans 
is demeaning, inaccurate, and may facilitate sexism. I prefer not to use sexist language, so am a fan of gender-neutral alternatives like Latinx. Well, I'm Lone Candle. Like me, comment me, love me. Seriously though, love me. I need it.